Do you ever get triggered? If you don't, you are probably a robot, (laughs) but in all seriousness, it can be extremely challenging to manage our own triggers at the same time as our child's heightened emotions or behaviors. Today, we're going to dive into one specific tip that has helped me shift from the trigger panic mode to the trigger I have the capability to think before I react mode. So if you're ready, let's get to it. Did you know that it's possible to raise your littles to want to listen to you without the use of consequences, rewards, and bribes? Hi, I'm Kaylee Zayer, and this is the Chaos to Connected podcast, where we discuss simple yet effective parenting strategies to manage those pesky behaviors we go to bed at night hoping will be gone tomorrow. We're going to stand up to societal norms of disconnection, shaming, and punishments so we can take a deeper look into our child's heart. It's there you'll find connection, and there where you'll find more peace, obedience, respect, and joy. So what are you waiting for? We know those behaviors aren't going to go away on their own. Let's dive in. Okay, so welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me, whether it's your first day or not. (laughs) I'm so grateful you're here. Um, today I really want to dive into that number one tip. I know managing your triggers can be really challenging. And so a couple days ago, my youngest woke up crying. Now, of course, this was also as I was in the bath, just about to wash my hair. My husband was already asleep. And if you have a husband like mine, or if you are one like mine, he just doesn't hear it. I feel like that's a superpower that I sometimes wish I had, but Anyway, I jumped out, ran to the room to get him because we recently put both of our boys in the same room. And this is something that I've wanted to try for a long time now. I was hoping that it would help my youngest, Tuxton, to maybe sleep more during the night because he often wakes up at least once or twice, sometimes more. And it like it's just because of me. Like We have looked at all the options. We've looked at like nutrient... <laughs> deficiencies, like so many different things. We had my mother-in-law stay overnight one night when we went over to a wedding and guess what? He did not wake up. (laughs) He just likes somebody close to him. And so he will occasionally, frequently wake during the night just to call me in there to make sure like, I don't know, I'm, I'm safe. I'm good. You're here. I can fall back asleep now. Um, but my oldest actually sleeps extremely well except for, you know, the occasional like bad dream or need to go to the bathroom. So I was worried that he would get interrupted sleep and be tired and then that whole cascade of things. But a family member had been done with their bunk beds and they offer them to us to use. So I thought this is a perfect opportunity to try. And I was, again, hoping that having someone, even if it wasn't me, in the room would be comforting Huxton. So anyway, Obviously, I wanted to attend to Huxton and his crying, but my bigger concern in that moment was if he would wake up my oldest, Miles. So as I was holding him in another room, because he wouldn't, like he just woke up screaming, which I don't, it didn't really seem like a night terror, but I was like, well, we can't stay in here because he couldn't stop. So I was holding him in another room. He was screaming and it brought me back to previous experiences like this and how it would really actually become a trigger for me. And so this happened even when he was in his own room, like across the hall. I mean, there's not a ton of space in the hallway, but 
there is enough that it is, you can't hear it, but I would panic about the fact that he might wake Miles up and then I'd have both of them awake and my tired mind just didn't feel like I could handle that. So the other night, as I was thinking of this, you know, while I was in the middle of this situation, I felt that same sort of like panicky feeling start to well up in me. And I did one thing and I want to share that tip with you. I thought about the worst thing that could happen in the situation. For this situation, it would be that Miles would wake up and I would have to lay in the room with them while they both tried to fall back asleep. In reality, it really isn't that big of a deal. And I realized if my worst thought of what could happen actually did, but it was that simple, I could handle it. Sometimes I think we play something up so big in our minds and when we actually just do the thing, it really didn't take as much energy or time or patience that we thought it was going to. And I actually heard somebody talking about this on the podcast in terms of like doing some focused work. Like we don't, we have this big project or this big task that we just like don't want to do and we're dreading it. And then we actually sit down to do it. If we just like can focus in, it takes us so much less time than we actually thought. And it's like really not that bad, but we've played it up in our minds to be this big thing. And so another thing that has a trigger that I'm actively resolving is being late in the mornings. Now, I do know where this comes from and my awareness has significantly increased, but to use this as another example, the worst that could happen for me in us getting out the door late in the morning is that we're just late. Miles is late to school. We're late to my parents. That's it. Now, this might not be the case for some of you, obviously, but for me, the reality of the result is really not this big, terrible thing. I'm not going to get fired. Nobody's even going to say anything. But in my mind, when I'm triggered, it feels like this big thing. So the next time that you're feeling triggered, or maybe it might be more beneficial for you to be thinking about it before you're triggered, if you don't feel like you have the ability to actually pause before you react and respond. So I want to, you to think to yourself, what is the worst case scenario or what is the worst thing that could happen if what I'm afraid of or what's triggering me actually does happen or play out. And once you know that answer, think about how bad that really is. Like, is that something that is really going to affect my life? If it's fairly simple, like mine were, I just remind myself of that in the moment. And it really helps bring me back to a regulated state versus that fight or flight that we often jump into. If it's not, for example, you maybe can't be late because you get fired (laughs) and being late is a trigger for you too, then maybe you need to focus more there. If you're always running late in the morning, what do you need to do to address it so this isn't such a consistent problem? Do you need to wake up earlier? Do you need to set things out, pack things the night before, and so on? Simple shifts can make huge changes when completed consistently over time. So I highly encourage you to think of the times that are consistently triggering you. And if, I mean, so for me, I've been working on triggers for a long time. And so I really do have a huge awareness of when I'm starting to be triggered. So for me in the moment, it is, it works for me to think about that. The worst case scenario, the worst thing that could happen that I, that, that's like building up in my mind so big. So for you, you might actually need to start in a place where just taking some time to reflect 
What have I been triggered by this last week or this last month? What is a pattern that continues to come up for me? And how can I think about the worst, like what would be my worst case scenario if that situation were to play out in my or your idea of the worst case? And is that something that is actually really negative? Or is it just something that you have been building and building up in your mind? And then remind yourself of that frequently. Think about it. Reflect on it. So then you build your awareness about it. And as that situation is starting to happen, you can recognize it. Maybe you put it on a post-it note and put it on your fridge or in your bathroom every morning. So you remind yourself, if I start to feel triggered by whatever, I can get through it. It's not as big of a deal as I'm making out to be, or I don't know, I'm not great at that sort of thing. That's just not, I don't, I don't do that, but I'm sure you can figure that out. And if you're like, no, this is, this is a problem. And that's why I'm triggered because it impacts more than just in the moment. Then take some extra time and reflect on, well, what do we need to do to do things differently so that this doesn't keep happening because nothing changes if nothing changes, right? You're going to keep being triggered if you keep being late and you're going to keep being late if you don't change anything. So I encourage you, why wait? Go get to it. Real quick before you go, if you felt encouraged and inspired by listening to this show, I'd love for you to leave a rating or review over at Apple Podcasts so we can spread the word to help other mamas feel less alone and find beauty in the behaviors. You can also take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Instagram stories and tag me at Kaylee Josire and we'll all do a little happy dance together. I love nothing more than to cheer you on along this journey. This work is so hard, but don't forget God has not only called you to it, but he has equipped you for it. Now go get connected. I'll see you next week.